Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is off this week. Over the past decade, the homeless population in Texas fell by a third and this is it skyrocketed in California. Aside from the fact that everything is bigger in Texas, the cost of living in the Lone Star State is more affordable than it is here in California. Another key factor is that Texas just simply has more room to build homes. For more on this, we are joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Marisa Kendall, a Cal Matters reporter who has been following this story extensively. First off, congratulations on a fantastic report. I've always wondered what other areas of the country are doing about the homeless and how it compares to California. But I guess my first question is, why did you pick Texas to compare us to? Yeah, and thanks so much for that, and thanks for having me. So um, I had been interested in a few programs that Texas was doing for a while, particularly the uh, giant tiny home village in Austin that they have for unhoused people that's sort of been a model in uh, homelessness policy circles in California. And as I started looking into that, I realized there was a lot um, of other really interesting things Texas was doing to combat homelessness, and a lot of it... um, had really, at least per the data, seemed to be working. So this tiny home village in Austin, what is so special about it? So the size is one thing. Um, It's 51 acres. It currently houses 350 homeless residents. That's going to go up to 530 by the end of the year, and that's only going to grow over the next couple years. But when you actually visit it, it's just aesthetically really different than anything we have in California. The tiny homes are really cute. Um, They have all these crazy amenities like a fishing pond, a ceramic studio. There's a columbarium on the site where former residents' ashes are interred. Um, And a key difference is it's permanent housing. So unlike a lot of the California tiny home sites where they're temporary, uh, people can live here until they die if they want. Are there services offered at that tiny home site? There are, um, though it's not technically permanent supportive housing. They do um, they do connect folks with some services, but um, that's you know it's not all, that like all of these solutions is not a one hundred percent perfect solution. Um, they don't have you know intensive mental health uh, caseworkers on site, so it's not necessarily a good option for folks who need intensive mental health treatment. Um, And another problem that some advocates have with it is 
a lot of the tiny homes don't have bathrooms in the unit. So folks are using communal shared bathrooms, which does not meet the HUD definition of permanent housing. So some advocates wonder if this is really uh, a place where people should be living permanently. So the headline to your piece reads, California can't or won't match Texas's approach to homelessness. Tell us what you found out. Why? Yeah, well, one thing that you mentioned, just the cost of living. Um, It's just much more expensive to build in California. It's more expensive to rent in California. Um, And uh, some of that has to do with some regulations. Um, You know, one of the things that Texas is just doing much better than California is building. Texas built, um, you know, more or permitted more than twice as many homes as California last year, even though California has 9 million more residents. Uh, Texas has much different zoning rules. Unincorporated counties don't have zoning. Houston, the biggest city in Texas, doesn't have zoning. And Texas doesn't have um, the California Environmental Quality Act, which in California can be used to stymie a lot of uh, housing projects. You know, the funding aspect really interests me as well, because you did the comparison. Texas poured, what, $19.7 million of their state funds into their homeless programs. And by, by comparison, uh, California poured $1.85 billion. I mean, that is such a huge disparity. But then you point out that Texas gets almost entire, entirely funded by the feds when it comes to homelessness, right? Yeah, at least in certain cities. So Houston is is an outsized example. Um, the Houston area received uh, $45.2 million for homelessness from the feds in 2021. So that's about $14,000 for every homeless person in the region. You compare that to L.A. County, which got about 2000 per unhoused person. San Francisco, less than 7000 Sacramento. 3,000. So Houston's really cleaning up when it comes to the federal funding, though, as you pointed out, they get not much state funding. And in Houston, they put no city funding towards homelessness, uh, as opposed to a lot of the big California cities that put a lot of city general funds to it. So it's just a very different way of funding the problem. Were you able to find out why some of these Texas cities get such outsized federal resources? Houston says it's because they're doing such a good job uh, and their um, their outcomes are what's driving their outsized contributions. Um, HUD wasn't super um, transparent in terms of talking about how they dole out the funding, but they do have special incentives for counties that are hitting all of their benchmarks. What about laws against homeless encampments in Texas as opposed to how they are regulated here in, in California? Yeah, that's another big difference. So Texas uh, recently passed a statewide camping ban. So and they made it a misdemeanor punishable by a hefty fine to camp in a public place. And a lot of the cities have their individual camping bans as well. And you see them enforced. You see police officers, um, you know, telling folks to move along. I've heard that there have been, you know, some arrests, some fines. In California this year, uh, some Republican legislators tried to instate a similar camping ban that would ban camping around places like schools statewide, and that got pretty much no traction. Uh, Here in California, part of the difference is there's a a federal court ruling 
that makes it so cities cannot penalize someone for sleeping outside if they have nowhere else to go. So cities here really can't universally ban camping. They can maybe prohibit it around a school, but to clear an encampment, they really need to have shelter to offer everyone, which is a huge difference from Texas. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest today has been Marisa Kendall, a Cal Matters reporter. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.